Before she became an autism advocate and mom of four, Shaletta Brundage was an Emmy Award-winning comedian. Need something to put a smile in your face? Laughing with Letta is sure to tickle your funny bone. Check it out, but pee first and make sure you ain't drinking nothing when Shaletta's on a roll. That way you won't have anything to clean up when the podcast is over. You know, my family has a motto. Happiness is a choice. No matter what happens in your life, you can choose to be happy. Um, I did not live that way before I met my husband, Sean. He taught me that. I remember one day I was stomping around the house because he had made me mad about one thing or the other. And he was just living his life and happy and smiling and whistling and hanging out with the kids. And I was like, don't this Negro see I'm mad at him. Don't he know I am pissed off right now? He needs to be unhappy because I'm unhappy and he should be happy until he makes me happy. So that night when we got ready to go to bed, I was packing up a pillow and a blanket and he thought I was going to sleep on the couch, but it was for him. Mm -hmm. I was putting him out the bed because he wasn't unhappy that I was unhappy. And he looked me dead in the face and he said, honey, happiness is a choice that you make. I can't force you to be unhappy. There's nothing I can do to make you unhappy. You have to decide that you're going to be unhappy. You have to decide whether you're going to be joyful or whether you're going to be sad. But that's not a decision I can make for you. There's nothing I can do to make you happy or unhappy. Now, I may do something wrong that you don't like. We can try to work it out. If not, we'll sign some paperwork. But happiness is your choice. That's your thing. You can't hang your happiness on my head. You can't hang your happiness head on my head. And, and it opened up a light for me. It opened up the windows and the light came in. And I decided that day that no matter what I was going through in life, that I was going to choose to be happy. And I remember sharing this 12 years ago when I had a miscarriage. Um, you know, I, it was so fun, you know, when I first got pregnant because I was on the air with my best friend, Kevin Berger and my talk 107.1 on her show. And, um, I said, you know, I think I'm pregnant. I think I might've missed my period. And she was like, Oh my God. So I took a pregnancy test live on the radio. I don't know if that's ever been done, but we did it. It was fun. It was fantastic. We had a great time and everybody was sending cards and flowers. It was pregnant. The whole town knew before I did before my husband did I should say the whole town knew before my husband did which he wasn't too happy about that but anyway and so then you know we found out the baby was not going to make it and we had had a miscarriage and so I had to go back on the radio to talk about losing my child the baby that I had, you know, created a room for that I had already named because it was a girl. We were going to name it after Sean's sister who had, you know, passed away from cancer years ago. And so it was our little tribute baby. And, you know, he was going to have his girl. And, oh, my God, the house was just full of joy. And then to have that all come crashing down. Right. And so I got on the radio and I said, you know, I'm not sad about this. Um, I'm not going to be defeated. I'm not going to be depressed because I choose to be happy. This is all a part of God's plan and his will for my life. And I don't know what that is in the long run, but today I'm not going to be crawling around under the table about it. And then, you know, when I had three children diagnosed with autism, right? And initially I was under the table sucking on Tito's vodka. 
you know, didn't eat for three months because I thought God was punishing me. And my husband looked me square in the eye and said, remember our family motto, honey? Happiness is a choice. You can stand to this table and drink yourself into a stupor. You cannot eat. You're down to 98 pounds now. Your chest is sunken in. You can't even shave under your arms because the razor won't fit. Your clothes are hanging off of you. Most people think you're a man because your hair is short. Or you can get up and be happy. The, the diagnosis for the kids is not going to change. The only thing that could change is the way you look at it. And I attacked that autism. Two of our kids are testing off the spectrum and we're working hard to get Daniel where we know he can be. And so this week, when I got the call from my mother, that four of my beloved relatives, an aunt, Rosa Lewis, an uncle, Clyde Handy, a cousin, Kim Evans, and another first cousin, Chris Evans, had all died in Hurricane Laura. I was devastated. My aunt Rosa the first African-American female postal supervisor put me up at her home when I got my first job out of college and let me live there for free um, until I worked long enough to save my money and get an apartment. She was a role model. My cousin Kim, oh my God, I wanted to be like her. I idolized her because she was so sassy and so hip and so cool. She always knew the you know, latest songs and she had the latest outfits. She had the, always had the hottest car, the hottest hairstyles, the hottest sunglasses, whatever was out. She was in it and on it. The rest of us were always coming up behind. She didn't take no stuff from nobody. My uncle Clyde was one who always remembered everybody's birthday. Always. If nobody else remembered your birthday, uncle Clyde was going to send you a card. Or something, right? Because that's just who he was. That's what he did. He loved people. He loved making people feel special. And my cousin Chris was a hustler, entrepreneur. He bought up every piece of property in Lake Charles, Louisiana that he could get his hands on. And still had a job. Oh, don't get it twisted. He had about four or five jobs. And that entrepreneurial spirit, I watched him work and maneuver three and four different projects and properties. He's closing on all at the same time and three or four business deals. And I'm, you know, 20 something years old, but I'm just sitting back looking at him thinking, wow, this dude is amazing. And paying close attention, never knowing all these 20 years later that I would finally get my shit together. Right. And be more like him. They all planted a seed in me. That's just now starting to grow. I'm the one who remembers birthdays or anniversaries or sends flowers to my coworkers' wives and that kind of thing. I, I, I'm the one with three or four different business deals going on at the same time to the point where my husband's faxing contracts to the RV people that's supposed to go to the TV station. He just I'm, the TV people are like, what's what's the deal with the RV contract? Why do we have it? We we got so many deals going on right now. We're going to we got to keep them straight. Probably need to hire somebody, but that'll come later. And I'm a boss lady, just like my Aunt Rosa. 
and get my shit together like my cousin Kim. Don't take no stuff off nobody. You better ask Corey Heppler about it. I watched her work her way up to the top. Supervisor at the U.S. Postal Service. Working hard. Doing her best. Just like her mama did. Following in her mother's footsteps. See, when y'all start talking about messing with the mail, that's a family business for us. Dozens of my siblings in Louisiana work for the U.S. Postal Service, have retired from the U.S. Postal Service. Dedicated to community service, so I'm dedicated to community service. They planted seeds in me. And so I was devastated that these lives that were so important to my life, my family, my blood relatives, my kin, were all gone at one time, in one hurricane. And for 15 minutes, I grieved. I cried. I got out. I don't drink Tito's anymore. I'm a Grey Doug Vodka woman now. Pulled out the Grey Doug Vodka. And I almost went under the table. Right? But then I remember my husband's words to me all those years ago. Happiness is a choice. No matter what is going on in your life, you can choose to be happy. So I decided to love more, love harder, laugh harder and louder and live. Live my life to the fullest. Work harder like Chris to close these deals. Don't take no stuff off nobody like my cousin Kim. Be thoughtful enough to remember my co-worker's wife's birthday and send flowers. And be the first to do stuff like my Aunt Rosa. How am I going to sit there and cry when they planted these seeds in me that I've got to water and grow and nurture? So I got up and decided to live. I decided to laugh. I did my radio show with Chad Hartman and people said, well, how can you get on the radio and laugh? And and you know why? Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. If I let the devil steal my joy, I'm weak. That's what the Bible says. The joy of the Lord is my strength and I choose happiness. I choose joyfulness in the midst of the tragedy. I choose to be happy. So I'm laughing. I don't have to change the name of the podcast to Sadness with Letter. Baby, it's still laughing with Letter because we're going to still have a good time. We're going to still do our thing. We're going to still come together and love one another and make fun of folk and laugh at folk and laugh at me and my husband and these badass kids I got. Why? Because life happens. It always does. It always will. There's nothing that we can do to control it. The only thing we can control is our response to it. I plan to laugh and love today. What y'all got on your agenda? That girl is crazy in a good way. To check out previous episodes, log on to her website, SheLettaMakesMeLaugh.com. You can also check out where she's appearing next and score cool merch. 